Welcome to the Living a Nordic Life podcast, where we explore a simpler, cozier and more intentional life the Nordic way. I'm Fiona McKinna, your Nordic Living Guide and founder of Living a Nordic Life, where I share all things Nordic living and show you that a Nordic life is the way to bring intentional calm and healthy habits into your own life, wherever you are in the world. Are you looking for ways to bring simplicity, coziness and calm into your life? Well, let me show you how. Visit the Living a Nordic Life website to explore how I can help you on your journey to simple, healthy and happy calm, the Nordic way. You can subscribe to the podcast right here. And if you want regular inspirational emails sent with love from Norway and straight to your inbox, don't forget to subscribe to the Living a Nordic Life newsletters. And so now let's dive into our episode. Go Yule! Merry Christmas! And we're in December, so I think I can safely say that now, can't I? It's not too early. And Christmas and Scandinavia are two things that seem to be best friends. We often think of Scandinavia, don't we, when we think of Christmas, with its beautiful snowy regions, the vast pine forests that we have here, and that cosy, warm attitude towards the winter that people in Scandinavia naturally have. Nordic living, cosy, knitted goods, and the hygge way of looking at things is more often cherished in the colder months, or at least from autumn, in my opinion, and especially around Christmas. But we can all welcome some Nordic living into our lives at any time. We don't have to wait until Christmas. But somehow it seems a bit easier, doesn't it? And a little bit gentler to introduce this kind of Scandi style of living at Christmas time. So let's talk about a few easy and gentle ways that you can introduce a truly authentic Nordic Christmas into your holiday season, wherever you are in the world. And you don't necessarily have to celebrate Christmas even. It might just be something that you want to bring into your life a little bit. And I promise you, you don't need snow and minus degrees to enjoy all of this. Great if you do have. If you don't have, don't worry. Decorate some peppercocker. And peppercocker are gingerbread cookies. No self-respecting Scandinavian would be without peppercocker at Christmas. The shops are absolutely full of them. And everyone loves to have peppercocker to serve to guests with a nice cup of coffee because we drink a huge amount of coffee in Scandinavia. But peppercocker are not just gingerbread, even though that's how we translate it. It's a really lovely, crisp, thin biscuit cookie, if you're American, with a delicious mix of fragrant winter spices. All those things that you associate with Christmas, like ginger, and nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon, but also in peppercocker, and the clue is in the name, it has black pepper. Not a lot, not so much that you'd think, whoa, goodness me, that's really spicy, but just enough to give a hint of warmth. Here in Norway, lots of people like to have a seasonal event of peppercocker making. There are lots of organised events centred around decorating peppercocker. But the best and the ones that we enjoy the most are the ones that we host ourselves at home. It can be really relaxed. So you can either make your own peppercocker, and if you do, that's brilliant. Or you can buy them ready-made. 
And I think if you go to a certain Swedish shop, they sell the peppercocker dough ready-made in plastic containers and you can just roll it out. You know, saves all that kind of melting of butter and everything that you have to do to make them. But it's the decorating that's the fun part. And that's great to do with kids because they can do whatever they want. You can let your imagination run wild. And if you want to make it a really Nordic event, serve some warm Riesgrat rice pudding and a cup of hot non-alcoholic glug. So talking of grut, it wouldn't be Christmas without it. And grut or porridge is a really big thing here in Scandinavia at Christmas. But actually, to be honest, it's something that you see at all kinds of special events, even in the summer. The most popular here is riesgrut, that's rice pudding. And it's eaten warm, sprinkled with a little bit of sugar and some cinnamon, maybe a knob of butter. And usually at Christmas it's eaten outside with a glass of red fruity cordial around a warm fire after we've lit the tree in the city or the town. Eulagrut is a cosy and healthy food to enjoy in the colder months. And it's fun to share with some friends and family. It might seem like a really strange dish to enjoy in the middle of the day. But imagine a cold, snowy day when you need something warm and nourishing to eat. And I promise you that grut will become your go-to snack. Just breathing in those warm, fragrant spices and that smell of warm rice pudding transports you to a winter day in the Nordics. So you could spend some time at a Christmas market if you have one. And the Christmas market is not something Nordic originally. It actually came to us from Germany. But these days, some of Europe's most beautiful and popular Christmas markets are in Scandinavia. Some of that might be in part that we're usually guaranteed snow, or certainly north of a certain point, not quite so much in Denmark, but a little bit north of that. And a Christmas market without snow is missing something, isn't it? I mean, maybe you'll find somewhere where there's been, they've given the Christmas market a little bit of a sprinkling of artificial snow. But without real snow, it just feels a bit, yeah, like there's something, something not quite there. But over December, many small towns as well in Scandinavia have their own Christmas markets. And they might not be as big or as extravagantly decorated as the big city ones, but they're still beautiful. For me, a Christmas market is everything about Christmas that's condensed into one place. It's the sights, the sounds and the smells of Christmas all there together in one place. And it quickly puts even those of us who are the biggest Grinch in the mood for some festivity. But let's not forget too that Christmas markets are lovely places to finish some Christmas shopping. And especially the smaller Christmas markets or the more rural Christmas markets. And if you can, try and do like we do here in the Nordics and support some local craftspeople with crafts that they've actually created themselves. They might need that support, but it's also something special. And you're creating a part of, or helping to keep alive rather, a part of your cultural history. Put up a real tree. Now, when I lived in England, because I'm English, I never really had the chance to get a decent real tree. We had very little choice. I don't know what it's like now. It might be a little bit different. But at the time, it was uh, very skinny trees with pine needles that always fell off within about three days. And that was before I moved to Norway. 
And although artificial trees can look amazingly real, because they do, there is nothing to beat the smell and texture of a real tree. As soon as you bring it into the house, you have that Christmassy smell. But if you can't get a hold of a real tree, you could bring some pine fronds inside or buy a wreath of moss, pine and ivy and bring that in. It doesn't have to be outside. You can bring it in. You're allowed. And then you'll be bringing in a little bit of the Nordic Christmas feel into your home because we do like to bring the outdoors in, especially in the winter. And that will be things that are evergreen because, as you know, you know, nothing much else grows here. But we do have a lot of pine trees. Go to a Julevergstad Christmas workshop. Local organisations and museums in Scandinavia often host these Christmas workshops around Christmas time. And kids and adults can go along and make traditional Nordic Christmas crafts. And they're often with people who are very skilled and experienced in those crafts. So you could learn something new. And it could be anything from making Nissa, little Christmas gnomes, to baking or doing some knitting or crochet or some paper crafts. But you could host your own. You don't have to be here in Scandinavia. My family and I like to make these little pine cone crafts at Christmas. It's um, a very simple craft. It's a pine cone, a little wooden ball that goes on the top for a head. And then you cut out some clothes that um, out of felt. Nice coloured felt, not lurid felt, you know, greens and browns and reds and whites. And you turn your pine cone and the little ball into a gnome. They are really beautiful and we make them every year and it's fun to look back and see the progress that the kids have made. But this is a tradition of ours. But we also jump at the chance to go to hosted Julevergstad as well because it's lovely to learn a new and special craft. Get outside. Go on, get out. I don't need to say any more, do I? You hear me talking about this all the time. I never stop and I'm not sorry. <laughs> The whole concept of Velvera comes from getting out into nature and taking some deep breaths of fresh air. We have a lot of indulgence over Christmas, don't we? And we need to remember to take care of our well-being in other ways too. We don't want to stop indulging. I would never advocate that. But we do actually need to get some fresh air and not just stay closeted up inside. And we need to remind ourselves that being out in nature is a wonderful and gentle way to freshen up our bodies and calm our minds. But if you need a little bit of a push to get outside, I'm going to put a couple of links in the bottom of here so you can have a little bit of a browse and see if there's something there that inspires you. I have a great course called Loving Winter Like You're Nordic. And I promise that you will never look at winter the same way again after you've looked at that. Something else you can do is decorate with natural products. And you've probably already guessed from my little bit about the Christmas tree that in the Nordics, we like to decorate with things that are natural. That does not mean that you will not find plastic and man-made products in the shops because you will. <laughs> but most Christmas decorations are made from products like paper, card, wood, pine cones and a lot of wool. Scandinavians like colours such as red, white and browns in their decorations too, maybe with a sprinkling of gold, you know, and some glitter, that kind of thing, but not a huge amount, not, not a huge variety of neon colours. We also like to head into the outdoors and find beautiful things in nature that we can use in our decor. We do this a lot through the year anyway, 
but I think it really comes into its own at Christmas, provided you can find things through the snow. I did have one year where I went looking for pine cones and it snowed just that day and I was thinking I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow and I had to scrape around in the snow looking for suitable pine cones I did find them but don't leave it too late if you do get snow but you could look for things like lovely shaped twigs that you can hang baubles from and it could be something really big that you hang across a wall um, homemade crafts made from sewn products or you can try a little bit of fun decor and make some things yourself anything Enjoy Lily Ulufton. Lily Ulufton, what's that? Little Christmas Eve, that means. And Christmas in Norway especially starts earlier than Christmas Day on the 25th. Lily Ulufton is the 23rd of December. And it's the start of the Christmas festivities here, the formal festivities. Of course, we've been celebrating through December. Of course, you know, it doesn't just start on the 23rd. But the 23rd is a time to relax and wind down and finish those final preparations before the big event. Back in the day, traditionally, this was a time when you cleaned the house, ready for everybody arriving the following day. You'd wash the walls, yep, floors and even the ceilings. All ready so that everything was spotlessly clean and beautiful for your family arriving. And I'm sure many people still hold true to these traditions. I still do it a little bit, I have to say. I do have a, like to have a big clean on that day because you want to relax, don't you, after that, over Christmas, and you want everything to look nice. But we stop work as well at lunchtime on the 23rd of December. And for lots of us, it's a time to relax and chill out, finish wrapping presents before delivering them to everyone, and maybe stopping at friends' and family's houses for a hot chocolate or some coffee, and of course, pepper cocker. In Scandinavia, the main event is Christmas Eve, not Christmas Day. It's Christmas Eve, the 24th of December. And it takes place in the evening. Families and extended families get together in the late afternoon for a celebratory meal. Or roast pork rib, which is what we have here in my part of Norway, Vestfold. Lutefisk, that's a traditional cod dish, which is always controversial. People either love it or hate it. And I know if you live in America, it's probably something that you've heard of most often because I know there's a lot of lutefisk celebrations and parties where people can go along and have lutefisk. And it's probably a good thing as well to have at an organised event because it is not the sweetest smelling dish. Or another dish called pinochet, which is lamb, and it's lamb ribs that have been smoked and salted and all these dishes are typical of certain regions so it really depends where you're from and where you live now according to what you will have but after dinner we have present giving and that takes place at a really relaxed slow pace there is nothing rushed about it and the evening doesn't usually end before about 11 p.m it's quite late, isn't it? Do not forget your fiestnissa. Now, I'm sure most people are familiar with these little Scandinavian Christmas gnomes that appear at Christmas. These nissa, as they're called in Norway, hold a really special significance here. They're really important. People really believe in them. And it's said that they live in barns and outbuildings on farms and they watch over the health and safety of the animals all through the year. 
usually they're shy and gentle, but if you upset them, then they can be very mischievous and they can even harm the animals. So on Christmas Eve, we must remember to thank them for their work by giving them their favourite treat of grit, porridge. It should be warm and it should be served with a good knob of butter. They love butter and a generous sprinkling of sugar and cinnamon and then left outside the barn for them. We don't ever see our Nissa because they're so shy and secretive. But we do find the empty bowls the next day, so we know they've eaten it. Are any of these Nordic traditions some that you already celebrate? Maybe you already embrace them. Or perhaps I've inspired you to embrace some new ones. It's always fun to try some new traditions, isn't it? And make them your own. And no one says that things have to be the way they've always been. You are allowed to bring new traditions into your life. So I hope I've given you some Nordic Christmas inspiration and I'll see you in the next episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Living Nordic Life newsletters so you can get an email when I release a new episode. It's a quick and easy way to keep up with all things Nordic living. Please visit livingandnordiclife.com. You can listen to Living a Nordic Life on lots of podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and plenty of others. If you've enjoyed the Living a Nordic Life podcast, why not leave me a rating? So that's the end of Living a Nordic Life for today and I look forward to seeing you next time.